Hello and welcome to Turtle Tracks Podcast. This is your host, Brian Van Hooker, and I'm here with uh, Gavin Smith, uh, one of the artists for TMNT's uh, IDW series. Gavin, thanks for being here, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, we met at uh, New York Comic Con, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. You had some really cool pages up for sale that I like. Thank was you. Like this close to buying, it was really great I, stuff I, you had. I saw you hanging out for a little bit, and I was, I was, I didn't want to like pressure you too much. I wanted you to just kind of like come to that decision on your own. Well, I was tempted because <laughs> I, I in, like, yeah. you look be, if you look behind me, it's all toys. I have oh, one sure. Sure. original Ken Mitroni because Ken's my favorite artist ever from the Archie comics. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't buy comic art because I don't have the wall space. Um, right. But I was really tempted to buy one of these pages because in the comics now, uh, Michelangelo has a podcast that yes, coincidentally became named Turtle Tracks. Total yeah. Coincidence. Uh, it was Sophie's great. homage to the old uh, letters section from the Mirage days. So like, I was, was excited. also the because... first episode of the the. the... 87 yes. show right yeah yeah that's where i well i got it from so there's another turtle podcaster um his name is rob and he did stuff like turtle flakes and other shows and i was kind of dipping my toe in the water when i was naming my thing so i was like he suggested turtle tracks and i was like okay i really like that so i'm gonna just make them yeah that's good and that was like four or five years ago now um nice so i didn't think it was when it was in the comic, I was like, I didn't think it was from this, but I was like, that's still pretty damn cool that I have the same name. So it was like, yeah, yours yeah. had a really cool page of Mikey doing the podcast. And I was like, really yeah. tempted to buy it. So it was, I, it was just a matter of like, okay, I'm literally not going to be able to pay my rent. There, <laughs> there was, oh man, it was awesome, like, awesome it, shit. Seriously, it it could have been a lot worse. I mean, the, I still have the page, and you know, like if you we want to talk about that later, we can. But it was almost worse for you because it was almost a cover at one point of Mikey doing a podcast and really? then uh, oh. we op- we we opted to go with uh I think somebody had suggested it at first I think maybe Sophie had um where they they suggested that I do one of uh or maybe maybe it was Jonathan Manning when he was still with IDW he had suggested like uh maybe Mikey doing like the podcast and I had a setup where you know it's 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 kind of similar to the shot that's in the page that you're talking about in issue 142 i believe um where mikey's doing his podcast up there more, more, there's more uh flair to it more posters on the wall behind him and like there would have been like uh uh jenica's punk, punk band poster or like after the after the bomb poster and you know like all this sort of stuff and just like a decked out room but it's like it's like not dissimilar to what we're looking at what seeing you like all the sure, stuff yeah. behind them yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast set up and like a pa uh head and you know the computer and the microphone and it was it was one of the roughs i turned in because i thought that's what they wanted and then they wanted something a little more dynamic because um we uh i think early on when before i started drawing interiors we were putting all the covers together because we had some time before sophie was ready because uh pharaoh pay was still in the middle of his run and um so they 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 wanted to keep me busy with covers so that we can get those ready for previews because previews is one of those things we can't stop you got to get things ready for them yeah a couple three months in advance something like that and um or previews or penguin random house whatever whoever um and uh so we opted or their idea was like do one group shot which was my 140 cover and it was kind of a loose mirage to the mirage number one cover sure and uh then my next four covers for my run would be one of each of the brothers and so the mikey cover they're like we yeah we need something more dynamic for mikey and so i was like well mikey's classic skateboarder so i opted with like that that um shot of him and like doing an ollie over the weasels in the middle of brooklyn and like it kind of or mutant town really but i, I kind of modeled it after brooklyn and it worked out I wonder if pretty well like, i like that cover a lot i want the, the, all those covers were fantastic i right. just wonder if that's like conventional wisdom or is that actually sell better because the covers i get excited about are the mm-hmm. ones with like they're on a couch playing video games. Those are the covers that right. I like best, like the kind of normal I, shit. So, I, but I know the action covers are usually the ones I, that we have. So, I love, like that's and it's funny you say that because like that's some of my favorite stuff to draw is like yeah, 
uh, normal people doing normal or not just covers, but stuff in general, just like normal people doing normal things. It doesn't, I guess it's not necessarily normal uh, that they're turtles, but like, right. just them, but them doing normal stuff makes it interesting. So like, and, and that's when like, I'm drawing for myself. Like I like going out and doing like figure drawing, like at a coffee shop and just like drawing somebody till I get caught and moving on to the next person, uh, which is kind of fun. Um, and, and there was this thing that, you know, we were kind of taught when I, I went to the Joe Kubert school in Jersey. Oh, wow. And uh, that, that was kind of a thing that was taught was like, you know, a lot of people can draw, you know, Superman in space fighting Brainiac, but not a lot of people can draw Clark Kent in a grocery store picking out oranges. So like, which I think is like a very good way to determine who's really good at drawing. If they yeah. can draw like, the normal people doing normal things stuff. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, so I actually do love like the the video game stuff or like Mikey skateboarding like in the street and yeah, uh, them doing other stuff that's not always so fantastical. Yeah, I like that stuff too. Like those are the like if yeah. I there's like three covers to choose from. Mm -hmm. Generally, I go for the Eastman cover, or if, it, <laughs> if it's something fun, I'll go for the fun one. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just because it, it breaks that continuity because almost every I mean and, and they're awesome but like most covers mm -hmm. are kind of dynamic actiony you know shit so like it's cool like yeah it's cool when that gets broken up by something weird and fun so like skateboarding yeah. or you, eating pizza or whatever and, and I think I think that's the thing because I think when I came on the the story was kind of in a bit of a flux like sure. where it was going like. Uh, Speed away, I'm sorry. Know, so, like, uh, just oh, yeah. so the audience is clear, Gavin did 140 through 144, right? right. Okay, so you yeah, you were yes. the artist for those five issues. So, anyway, continue. Sorry, just for the audience. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, when we when I was coming in, it was we were coming right in off of Armageddon game, and there was some stuff that was kind of getting rewritten on the fly. Like, uh, I remember, um. So, so I wasn't sure, like, usually when I do a cover, I try to have it match a story, the story, uh, sure, the yeah. interiors and stuff. So, which I like to do, um, but we weren't really sure what was coming because I know Sophie had sent an outline, but it was going through changes because uh, I know Sophie had to deal with, like, what Nickelodeon, at, like, said we can and can't do. They always kind of have, like, a little bit of a, like, hey, we can't do this because of so-and-so and so-and-so and... -so and, -so, and <laughs> You know, it's and, and it was great. It's like the first outline Sophie turned in was great. Uh, so and but I think what we ended up with was awesome. Like I really enjoyed what we did together, but but I didn't know it was coming. So I think that was when we kind of decided, well, we got to get these covers done first. Let's do these uh, kind of situational things for the brothers that may or may not be involved in the story. I think the only one that was really mostly story based. Uh, besides the first cover was the second one with Raph's mugshot. Um, oh, that's a great that one. Was, I love uh, that one. Thank you. Yeah, that, was, a good that one. was one. That was a funny one. So that was in the outline. I think originally in the outline, Sophie had it written that that was going to be a picture that was sent in the group chat text. Like, and they were all just going to be like, LOL, LOL. Like, you know, after they got the Raph mugshot text and uh and i was talking to editorial and i was like guys this has got to be the cover right like it's just right there it's a layup it's, and, and then, it's such an image right it's like oh yeah. i think it's gonna outlive me like it's, it's, it's one of those image. things yeah thank you like it's one of those things that surprised me like reddit ran with it like oh really uh, and, that's like, awesome just, like they like ran with it they're like what do you do to get arrested and then like type below and turn into one of these things where like had so many interactions and Instagram awesome. the same. And like, and it's the thing that like, I just did a show at Grand Rapids this past weekend. And uh, like, everybody's always asking like, what rap do to get arrested? And I'm like, well, you gotta read the comics. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was a funny one. Uh, so it was supposed to be like, yeah, just in the, in the group chat. And I think it just, yeah, became a much better cover. It was such a layup, I thought. And I don't think a turtle's ever been arrested before. I don't think but my so. my favorite part of that, my favorite part of it was uh, at the end of 140, because uh, it was the cover for 141. But the end of 140, when Raph is actually getting arrested by Monty Moose and the regular cop, 
like yeah. they're slamming them on the hood of the car and then they have the next month and they show that cover so it just acts like an extra page of storytelling it could not have worked out any better and it was definitely not planned but uh it was pretty cool how did you find like uh so like monty moose for example which I think it's amazing yeah. that he's in this comic, by the way. Like, yeah. such an obscure Turtles character. Did you? <laughs> I know. Did you like? Did you? Had you ever drawn that character before? No, no, never, <laughs> never in my life. I, I think I had the toy sure. as a kid, but I, I, it's funny, kind of thinking back to all the the f- figures that I had. Like, I had like all of them. I don't remember getting all of them. I don't my mom and dad must have been very good to me because like sure. I just had like all those toys and I think my nephew has them now unfortunately Ugh. but um I know I'll never get them back now oh yeah God. I know right um but uh we, we could talk about my nephew in a little bit because that's that's kind of a fun driving force to me getting turtles but um like yeah, yeah, I had Monty Moose, but I don't think he, I'd ever drawn him before, but I know he was only in the book, like, one issue before I ever drew him. I was like, did you have to go um, back to the toy? Did you just refer... Who, I, I forget who drew him before you. A little of me. everything. Okay. Uh, Tony, it was Tony Gregory, and okay. I, he, he only did, like, a fill-in, like, in... I think it was, like, 126 or 127, something like that. He, he just, like, filled in for an issue or two, and uh, he drew him in, like, a fight scene... I think it was around like when Venus gets reintroduced. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Um, and he uh, he had drawn him, and but like nothing had been done with him since, and he was just kind of in the background, or I guess like in the back of Sophie's mind. But Sophie was, we were, you know, now that mutants are integrating into society during our our issues post armageddon game the wall down and mutant town kind of being exposed to the rest of new york like everyone's just kind of I, I think our run picks up about a month after armageddon game as like it time wise okay. um and so like people are integrating into society it's like not uncommon for mutants to take normal jobs so he was kind of like a peacekeeper in mutant town so i think we just kind of filled in the blanks and it's like yeah now that he's in the world, like he just joins the police force. And so now he's a cop. <laughs> and I love so it. I get I get to contribute that to Turtles history. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, but but yeah, I was I was looking at the toy, I was looking at real moose meese. Um mooses. Um, Musai. I think it's Musai. Musai, yeah, that, that works. <laughs> um, and and then just like playing around with it and like, you know, looking at New York police uniforms and trying to make sure it looked right. And, I don't yeah. know if I noticed, um, but the toy has that asymmetry thing to it with the legs. One human foot, one moose foot. Did you oh, do does that? It really? Yeah. It no, does. I didn't. I don't even think I had a chance to draw his feet. Um, oh, because sure. that makes sense. Yeah, I think there was the like shot... a rule. I've interviewed a few of the people who did the toys, and one of them said like mm-hmm. there was a rule for like the mutants had to be asymmet- asymmetrical and. A lot of those toys Wild. were like that like, makes I don't know sense. You, like they had to have one mutant, one animal hand, one human hand, one animal foot, one like yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of yeah. like Mutoid Man, like always oh, had like a uh, a sewer Mutoid lid man, for like, a foot, but yeah. like like uh, the elephant Doctor L. Yeah, he had like a regular elephant stump hand and a human hand. Like a lot of them had those weird details, yeah. like very asymmetrical. Grungy, yeah, yeah, yeah. ugly characters. There's a lot of that like kind of out of Kevin and Peter's hands at that point and they were like they were just making like um, crazy toys. Yeah, cuz I mean like a lot of the toys I mean the toys were designed by or the characters were getting designed by people at Mirage but there wasn't a a one to one like the toy the toy department and the cartoon department cuz there's lots of toys that were never in the cartoon and lots of characters in the cartoon that were never toys. So like right. the amount of coordination between those two was like not as on point as you think it'd be. So, right. And Monty Moose is a great example because it's like this is a toy. Yeah. He was never in anything. No comics. No nothing. I didn't think so. No, well, he's he was just ne- a, wait, he's never he's been just in a, a comic moose, ever. And they thought, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we made him Mounty? Like that's the whole thing. But, yeah, I'm shocked. He was never like in an Archie issue or anything. No, no. Wow. Okay. 
Yeah. That's wild. I didn't know that. So I'm only like the second person to ever draw him. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, if, if, there's not a if, 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 else. Like, I don't think he like, was I guess ever that... in a story. Wow. Very cool. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, like characters like him, Half Court. I was always a big fan of Walkabout, the, the kangaroo, which is a great uh-huh. little toy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like there's a lot of characters like that that were just like, yeah, let's just sell these kids. They don't know. Like, let's just make all this yeah. shit and they'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> they, we and we did. Look at of us course. now. We're yeah. still buying. The, we're we're starting all over again because now we're older and have disposable income and we're buying this shit all over again. <laughs> yeah, we're buying the NECA ones and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I within the last month, I have brought home so many figures and it's like ridiculous. And like, which and a lot of it want? has to. Do, uh, I, I've so I've gotten the best action, uh, the IDW runs. Okay. So, okay, well, we'll get into because it's a little of everything, but it's, it's a lot of NECA. Um, NECA's but I got the Mutant Mayhem figures, yeah, NECA rules. Uh, but New I, Mayhem I, the figures are very year, good, I like those a lot. I got the glow in the dark ones, those are great. Oh, cool, I didn't know there were any. I'm, I'm a sucker for glow in the dark shit. There's like these three packs uh-huh. where it's like a little baby turtle, a toddler turtle, and then oh, yeah, turtle. yeah, 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 I've seen and those. They're all glow in the dark. I, 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 Awesome. They're all at Target, and that's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've seen. Okay, I've seen those. I didn't know they were glow in the dark. They're, yeah, um, they're, 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 but they're glow in the dark. I have, I have the mutant mayhem figures. I got those around the time the movie was coming out. Sure. Um, but within the past, okay, the past year, I was able to get all four of the one quarter size, uh, 1990 figures. Oh, nice! I got them um, right here. They're like, yeah, literally right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minor. Those are great. Yeah, I don't know if you can see, but there's a bunch of oh, stuff yeah. over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and it worked out like I was at a I was at a show. I saw Mikey. I bought Mikey. I found out. And then a collector told me, a fellow collector told me there was a Donnie at a GameStop on the north side of Indianapolis. So <laughs> my wife was gonna be up there. So she bought them for me for like discount. It was like 60, 70 bucks, something like that. Holy shit, that's really good. Uh, oh yeah. And yeah. then it gets better um, because the Leo and the Raph are the two hardest to find now. Are they? Um, the, yeah. So the Leo, the, the Raph, they're each like, I think Leo's like $300, Raph's like four or something. Oh my God. Um, yeah, dude. So I got the Leo was gifted to me by my comic shop uh, because he just had one in storage and it was the release of 140. And he's like, happy release day. And I was like, oh, dude, Whoa, that's awesome. Okay. That's so nice. Yeah. And then, so I had the three and I kind of put out on Instagram, like to like my meager following. I was just sort of like, Hey, if anyone sees one of this raft in the wild, I need them. Like, let me know. Yeah. And like within an hour, someone was at a show in Michigan and the, and I was going up to Lansing the next week and they were like, Hey, this is here. And it's only one fifty, and it's like a $450 figure now. And I was like, buy it. We'll figure it out. And I called the guy who was running the show that I was going to the next week, I was like, Hey, are you at the show? He's like, no, but I know so-and-so who is. So like between like five people, I got this figure delivered to me at the show the following week. That's and then awesome. since then I, I thought it was going to like slow down, but then um, let's see. Then I got uh, the, the, the Ronin NECA figures. I've gotten those. Um, and then sure. the NECA Mirage figures uh, that has um, the lost you know, ones, the, the new ones. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Those the, are great. Like, the, Those are really good. Oh, they're awesome. I mean, it has the the hood from uh, Return to New York, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so a fan of mine at a, my last signing, after like a week after New York, um, I came home, did a signing, and a fan messaged me and says, hey, I heard you're a collector. I was like, yeah. And he goes, I have the, I have the Lawson set. Do you want this? Uh, like, I want. He had gotten a copy of Lost Years hardcover early from Kevin's website, so he was like, "If you draw on this for me, like a dope piece, like a full piece, I will give you this." And I was like, "Hell yeah, I will make that like trade all day." Yeah, yeah. And it was it's a, it's on my Instagram. It's a like a Ronin piece I did with a couple weeks ago, and then uh, then I bought myself the. Uh, the new IDW line, the San Diego exclusive, the black and white ones as a birthday gift to myself because it was only like a hundred bucks. And uh, so that came in the mail. And then 
I found the raft of that same line, but in color with the motorcycle Mm -hmm. at Target. So I bought that. And then this past weekend, yesterday, I found they this guy had everybody but Raph from the same line. Oh, and nice. I just traded him. I traded him signed copies of my whole run and some of my Ronin covers. So like that's within the past month. I just went crazy. And I <laughs> but like a lot of it, like I got like really good deals on. So I'm like that's great. Justifying it to myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's ridiculous. I'm I'm getting ridiculous. My wife's just like, I guess. <laughs> she's she she's funny because she collects vintage clothes. So like she's like me and she'll get it if she sees it. She just, just impulse yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, we're our house is becoming a mess, but it's great. We love it. <laughs> um, you know, I yeah. you know, rewinding a little bit. Uh I think I already got sure, it. yeah, yeah. We but I yeah. Uh, uh I think I'm at a Monty Moose questions. Um <laughs> I, growing up like did what was your before getting on turtles or anything like, what was your like sure. exposure to turtles growing up were you into it as a kid it sounds like you were oh i i don't remember a time i wasn't into it same that's yeah. what's crazy yeah like i just like i have a couple like odd memories of like and i was such like i don't know if you did this or i, I don't know of anybody else i never really like talked about i'll just give you this scoop maybe you did this too but like did you ever get like a figure and you didn't have the rest of the figures that were displayed or advertised on the back of the box. Like, and you just saw them and you're like, oh, I don't have those. So I would cut the figures out like very carefully and then just play with the little cardboard things with the characters oh gosh, I didn't yeah. have. No, like, yeah, I'm crazy. No, I, I love that. Ridiculous. But no, I did not do that. Yeah. It was, it was I had very, color forms, uh, which was basically the same yeah. sort of oh, nice. activity. But, it, but, but, yeah. but they were like this big, um, like maybe an inch. <laughs> but like, I was like very frugal, I guess, as a kid playing with this stuff. But I would save all that stuff. So like, I remember uh, that. I remember one time, did you ever see like the turtles foam chairs for kids that were just like, their seat was like the yellow of their shell, but like, the back of the seat was like uh, their head and it had a colored mask over the oh, top. I think so, yeah. I don't think I had those, but I know what you're talking about. I remember like one Christmas, my uncle bringing one out in a trash can and I saw, or a trash bag, because he was, it was for us, but like I thought he was throwing something away because it was a trash bag and I saw the turtle little cardboard thing and I was just like don't throw it away there's turtles in there you know and uh <laughs> like stuff like that so like I was my and my mom was telling me when I got my first turtles gig that you know she's like you were into it when you were like two so I guess 87 when 85 so I was I was right there when the, yeah. the show hit and uh I remember having all the VHSs and uh um and then I remember going to see the 1990 movie with my dad and my brother um, when that came out. So it was one of my first theatrical experiences. Sure. Uh, besides like the 89 Batman movie. Oh, nice. And sure. yeah, yeah. So I, I remember seeing that. I don't like I remember being terrified of the Joker in the barber chair uh, as a kid. That still like kind of gets me a little bit to this day. But like, <laughs> uh, it's a great scene. But um that was a conversation I got to have with Kevin when I met him for the first time last year. Oh, nice. And then it turned into, and then it turned into us just telling stories about going to see movies with our dads. And it was like, Oh, this turned into a real talk. Like, this is That's like, cool. we're, just, cool. we're just talking about real stuff now. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was just kind of always into it. And I think seeing the 1990 movie really, and, and I think uh, around that time, Maybe I was picking up an Archie issue here and there whenever Archie started. Uh, I don't remember when that was. Was it 90? I would say Archie started 89. Oh, was it? Okay. It was okay. So I, I, I would guess sense if I was because uh, I, I would have been picking them up in like the drugstores still. Yeah, um, sure. Because yeah. they would get drugstore Archie comics and stuff. Um, but uh, I, uh, oh, where was I going with this? Oh, like, so when seeing the 1990 movie, I think really opened my eyes to like what turtles can be because it was so drastically different from the cartoon. Oh, yeah. And I think the sure. first real thing you hear a Ninja Turtle say is damn, you know? Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, oh, this can be anything. I think, I think that 1990 movie really shaped the way I saw the turtles. 
I mean, that um, movie and, to and me is to draw them. still the single greatest turtle Holds thing up. ever. It's, I think it's so yeah. good of a story. I think the suits hold up. I think the story holds up. I think like all of it really works for me. Like I only have one thing and it's yeah. like the nitpickiest little thing. Uh, sure. I, I generally prefer human splinter. Like he's a human first and he becomes a human only because okay. the idea that the rat, a normal regular rat, not, no, yeah. nothing special can absorb these ninja moves. Doesn't yeah. I can't swallow it. Like the only thing that I go, <laughs> the only thing I can't suspend my for in that movie is is when it's, the little rat is doing this in a little cage, and I'm like, that's not a normal rat. There's something I love that though. I love like, it. You, you gotta, like, that's like, the only thing I'm I, like, I don't believe that. Other than that, yeah, I think that movie is perfect. I, I think I love it. I think that just like <laughs> I think I think especially when it comes to turtles. Like, I think you got to remember, like, how much of a joke this was between two butts. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and then it became this multi million dollar thing, like <laughs> this empire, you know? Like, oh, yeah. and, and it was just a joke. And I love that because it's like literally like the crazy, if you just break down the name anyway, that's Teenage Mutant Ninja. Yeah, great title. Um, like, it's I so think, silly. I mean, that's the thing I think that we, for, I think because we've all grown up with it. We take for yeah. granted how utterly absurd those four words are in the same to get like yeah 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 you know what I mean like we're, it's just normal for us to well, absolutely it, like, I think that's the reason why like some people like I know a lot of diehard fans whatever like really mm. prefer um, grittier meaner whatever turtles and I like that sure. shit too but I like everything I like all the goofy shit my favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. cartoons the eighty seven series I like cute funny turtles too and I sure. think it loans itself to that because. Those four words together are ridiculous. But like yeah. I think that's that's part of the appeal. I think that's why part of the reason oh, the franchise is so versatile. And I, I think it like really resonates. Like like you said, like we grew up with it. So I have friends in the in the funny book biz that are like older than me. Like my friend Stuart Sager, I'm gonna put him on blast. <laughs> but um and uh we uh we always talk about this and he's, he's like 13 years older than me. So he's 51 or 52 now. Um, and, but he doesn't look it. Um, but he, he always says like, you know, I grew up in comics and shops and like, I remember it coming out and I just didn't get it. And like, he has this thing about, and I don't think this is necessarily one for one, but like the characters he enjoys are characters that he wants to be or wants to sleep with. And he thinks those make for a great character. And he's like, I don't want to be a turtle. I don't want to fuck a turtle. Yeah, <laughs> that's same. Yeah. Just like, I was like, yeah, well, yeah, same. But like, I, I, don't, I was like, I don't think that's it. I think there's a lot more to it than that. I think there's, <laughs> you know, like I can enjoy something without wanting to be or fuck it. Like, I don't want to be a be or fuck a pro wrestler, but like I enjoy watching pro wrestling. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's it. okay to just be a fan of something ridiculous. Um, and uh We've had that talk before, and that now I kind of have a counter argument uh, because uh, Lisa from uh, the Comic Book Couples podcast uh, counseling they they host they moderate our panel at New York Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the couple. So, so Lisa came up to me. Oh, I don't know if I should put it. Up. Uh, this is, it's funny. I don't care. I think she'd laugh about it. Um, she came up to me and she told me that I draw the most fuckable turtles. So <laughs> I thought that was incredible um so now i have a counter argument for stewart um you know it's funny you were yeah, saying I, I, how much the 1990 movie kind of shaped what you think the turtles are and i hadn't yeah. I, I had not put this together until you just said that is i think it it seems clear to me that your turtles are very much influenced by the the henson suits, oh absolutely right? like yeah. clearly your turtles very much take take something from that yeah, for sure. I think, and I think that because um, I think that movie portrays them like they could really exist, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I and I think and I think that that's just also the way I draw anyway. Like I, sure. I like to make my whatever I'm drawing feel credible and like it could really exist. So I think a lot of that comes into play when I draw, especially their masks. Like if you're gonna wear a mask, it's gonna have eye holes, and like, and I like to show the green around their eyes. Their I know that's a very distinct like thing that. about your turtles, which I really like. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, I did get tell told um, by, uh, I think this note came down from IDW, but I can't, or not IDW, but Nickelodeon from to IDW to tell me that they don't have tear ducts. So I can't draw tear ducts, but I could draw. Oh, wow. That's very specific. So it was very specific. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't think it was getting a little too real for him. <laughs> um, but I mean, but I want to yours though is it still feels like, and I, and, and I, I like, I don't want to call, I mean, okay, let's use like the Michael Bay movies, for example. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that, that takes that element too far where they stop feeling like the turtles. Sure. Whereas, like, yeah. Yes, yours feel more real and a little bit more like in this world, right? But like, they still feel like right. the turtles. But there's they still, still some cartooning like involved. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm still doing some, like, and that's the thing. And that's kind of why, what I really like about uh, working on turtles is I, I just come off of working on Star Trek for a year. Okay. I did eight issues of Star Trek Mirror War. And that was great. I love working on Star Trek and, you know, it was really fun. But everything was so mechanical on that as far as like everything, every, you know, Patrick Stewart has to look, or well, I guess, you know, uh, has to look like Patrick Stewart. Has to look like Jonathan Frakes. All the starships have to look exactly like the starships. Like there was like no mm. give. There was no other room. Not, sure. A, oh, there was a little bit because it was evil mirror universe stuff. Like so, like so you could draw. I remember. Really well. <laughs> oh man, I rock at facial hair. But like, um, I actually don't know Star Trek at all. My frame of reference for that is the. South I didn't Park either. Yes, yeah. So That's I didn't either when I came I into the book. I know that was a Star Trek that. joke in South Park. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't know much about Star Trek coming into it either, but I, I learned quickly. And now, now they got me. I like Star Trek now. But like at the time, I was like, this isn't my thing. So whatever. Uh, but but it's a great opportunity, and I and it sure. did what I wanted it to do with it, and it helped get me onto the book I've always wanted to draw, which is Turtles. That's awesome. So, um. But like, like I said, because everything had to be so specific, it was hard to really feel like I was doing any real drawing or like, mm. uh, and then now that I'm on Turtles, like it, or it, you know, I felt like I was drawing again. It was awesome. Like it was just pouring out of me when I finally got to do it. Um, like it was like the drawing was still hard because it's hard work and I was doing my best to put my best foot forward on this run. But like, it was just like the most natural thing. Like, it was just like, okay, I have been waiting to draw these characters for over 30, well, I'm 38 now, so 38 years, so uh, 37 when I started, but still. Here's a question for you, and I'm always, I always yeah. ask this for artists, because it, it's so interesting to me, and I don't know if there's an, a, a great a, a answer. Um, yeah. You know, obviously the 90 movie had an influence, but like, those are your turtles. Like, your turtles aren't drawings yeah. of those, like, those are yours. So my question is, right. like... There have been 200 turtle artists that came before you. How do you right. find yours, given that? I I think it was... Because there is a lot of temptation to draw, like... Yeah, like, like the guys that came before me. Um, I, I think a lot of it just, like... I think there's a little bit of an advantage with turtles because I've known it for so long mm. that that it felt very familiar from the get go. Um, but you know, there 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 was temptation because like there's so many good artists that came before me. Oh yeah, like you know, that, like especially on this run in general, uh, uh, with um, Duncan and Wachter, Corey Smith and Mateus and Sophie oh, yeah. and you know, like every like everybody's so good at it and i think i i had a i kept like some of those issues like on deck for like when i needed to like know what it was like but like idw does a pretty good job of letting you do your thing with it clearly uh, yeah like, I, mean, I think that's part of yeah, the, the, the beauty of it yeah they're like you know gavin you know it's all the same story and it's still it's been since one to you know 140 when i started but like everyone's kind of done their own thing and as long as you're not like i guess ruining the toys like if you're doing something like drastically different you know sure. we got to leave it the same you know leave it for the next people coming in um 
then like they're fine with it. Like it wasn't too much of a stretch, you know, like, and I was drawing uh, my stuff. Like there were, there were already rules in place, like the, 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 the geese that Sophie had given. Them. Oh yeah. So yes. Yeah, um, so the, I know there was yeah, a little we, bit we of issue with that. the turtle pants Yeah, and whether or not well, turtles should be wearing pants or shouldn't be. I know Sophie is very much pro turtle pants as she told me. I, and, and it's, yeah, it's very funny, and and it's one of the things conventions. But some fans get mad about this, which, by this. the way, I had no idea. That oh, was they get it's amazing. I love are it. Are mad about the pants, and I'm like, I I I couldn't. I mean, I'm a usually like I don't want to hate on anything, guy. I could sure. not fathom being mad that the turtles were wearing pants. I mean, I guess I didn't I've love got, it when two. like they, there's too much like a lot some recent depictions. I'm gonna pick on the Michael Bay one again, even though I, even those I don't like. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, if there's anything to hate on, there's the ones. Um, there's all this shit <laughs> on Donatello. Yes. Like he's got the fucking ecto. He's got like a Ghostbusters pack on. Yeah. He's got all his head gear, and like Leonardo had like, like it looked like he had blinds from a fucking window that he put on his chest. It was just so I don't know much noise in their shit. Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. But I mean, like I, I can't like, imagine getting that mad about pants. I just I don't know. It's so funny. My Twitter blew up when my first cover was revealed, and it was the 140 cover, and it showed they were all wearing pants. For some reason, like it it took off on Twitter, which I'm glad it did. People seem to like that cover a lot. But Great like, cover. it's not any. Thank you. It's not anything new because Sophie had been drawing them in clothes for 40 issues or had them by other artists yeah. and whenever she drew as well so it wasn't totally new but like people like came after me about it and like <laughs> come after me like i mean like come on um but like sure. but i was but like a lot of people would say and uh we were like we were at this the show and in new york and my wife started coming with me to shows recently and she loves this but whenever people come up to me and they're like why are they wearing pants and i have a couple of things uh like you know, at ready at the holster, like responses. Like one is like, you know, it's the same reason you wear pants. That's exactly why. Like they're integrated into society now. They're trying. That was to Sophie's be reasoning is like, you know, like with mutant town yeah. coming about. Obviously, the humans that became mutants are going to stop wearing clothes, and like right. the turtles are kind of functioning in the world in a different way. So like, exactly. that was her. That was her logic and, behind it, and it all lines up. It all makes sense. I think so too. And like, and then uh, what's the other one? I, so the same reason you're wearing pants is what I usually say. Sure. Because um, <laughs> um, society and then, dictates that I must. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and and I'll say like, well, they're teenagers. Also, I want any teenager that's around me to be wearing pants at all times. Like that's, that's really yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's so it's so funny because like, or, or I'll say like, you know, well, clearly you've been reading the comics. Like and you you know this isn't a new thing like it's or and I, I or they're the not reading it that's just like you know exactly, that's exactly yeah. it they're not yeah. reading it so like yeah. I feel like you know when people get mad at that stuff it's just like well you're not reading the book so like what do you care this book goes on without you it's been going on for forty years or well this run twelve but um yeah. so like I I don't know like I don't know what goes on in basketball but. You know, some basketball player decides they want to give themselves an emo haircut. Like, I'm not gonna like, right? Yeah, complain about you know whatever that guy's name is. I think it's funny, but like, I don't care. Like, all right, that guy's doing his thing. Yeah, um, and that's what we're doing in comics. We're doing our own thing, and that it's evolved to the point where they are in the real world now, and you know they can't just run around without clothes on all the time. Uh, so. Yeah, it, it was a funny thing uh, that kind of, I think, got more attention once that 140 cover dropped. And I know that um, we, we were, there was talk within IDW at the time that they wanted to get the turtles back to like a status quo look. Yeah, there's like and, an old adage to that. I forget what it's, it's yeah. I forget who said it, but it's like, our duty with these characters, I think it was somebody who worked on Spider-Man. I can't remember what it was, but it was like, you can take the toys off the shelf and play with them the way you want to. But when yeah. you're done, you got to put them back on the shelf the way they were, which I don't necessarily right. subscribe to, but it's sort of a comics. Yeah. Thing. It's, it's, it's funny. Like it's, 
because I, I kind of wanted to be leave it better than you left them, which, you know, when you're playing with toys, it's not possible because you're going to ding them up a little bit. But like, I think in this case, like, well, I mean, Sophie was picking up a lot of stuff that Tom left for. Her Absolutely. Yeah. 100. I mean, you can't if Tom so, imbued them with such history. There's no way to ignore that. <clears throat> and Jenica was so new. Mm-hmm. And Jenica wouldn't stop wearing clothes yeah. like that. That wouldn't work. Like. I, I agree. Jenica wouldn't stop wearing clothes. I feel like there was a lot of a lot of the beginning when Sophie took over. What I think Sophie gets a lot of flack for is what I think was like the right move because, like, of course, like there's going to be fallout from this big emotional event. Their father just died. You know, like I think like I, I, gone. I, I mean, Sophie gets flack, which I think is nonsense. But like, yeah. She has told some of the most original Ninja Turtle stories ever. I agree. So, like, yeah, I mean, I and, didn't. And I think it's, it's great. It's, but it's even a, if you don't think it, like, the, yeah, like it, it's not been like, done before. So, like, it, it, for forty it, there, years to little, find new ground. There's a little bit of it. There's a little bit of it that does have some nods to the past. There's a little bit of I volume four, enjoy. which I didn't pick up on until she told me. But right. and I read volume four. And, I was one of the seven people reading it then. Um, <laughs> so I, but, yeah, but even I didn't pick up on that because, like, it felt yeah. it, it still feels really fresh. Well, I think I think uh, yeah, and and it, it, I love that's what I love about like this era of turtles is like especially even with Venus coming back, it's like nothing's off limits. Yeah, uh, like we can kind of play with everything now. And um, but anyway, get back to what we were. I was saying like like we were trying to they're trying to get the turtles kind of back to the status quo sort of thing. And, you know, Sophie had been putting them in clothes. And I think um, we were having that discussion between myself, Sophie and the editors. And I think the compromise I came up with, cause I'd already drawn, I think I'd drawn both versions. I drew one with clothes and I drew them, you know, with just like the belts and arm pads, knee pads and stuff. And I was like, well, what if I just put them in pants? It's kind of like a middle ground right now as like Sophie's, you know, runs coming to an end, if it's, they're going to go back to status quo with, you know, who knows? I don't know. I really don't. Cause I, like I said, my last issue was 144. I get to read the book as a fan again. So, um, you know, uh, whatever's going to happen to them, you know, maybe, maybe it's a softer transition to just put them in pants. And if they They're, go back, they gradually to strip no away. Pants, yeah. Over. Yeah. 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 It's they, they Dr. Manhattan them. By 151, they'll be. Yeah. They'll be yeah, fully yeah. nude again. Yeah. Right. Who knows? I didn't say that. But. No, but I, I, if I were to make yeah, a prediction, yeah, yeah, yeah. is this yeah, the yeah. second Sophie leaves? Like, all right, we're getting rid of those fucking pants because we can't handle it anymore. Yeah. It's like, okay, well. We're just going drastically different directions. Yeah. Who knows? Um, it, and it's funny because, like, also, there like there's stuff where Sophie's not just only putting them in normal clothes, but also having them like masks off, which uh, yes. which is an interesting. So like that's that's always fun to do. Um, I, I kind of I think I got thrown for a loop with it on my first issue because uh, like then all of a sudden they're demasking and there's several of them demasked in the same setting at one time, and I was like, all right, what what? Uh, I think I handled it well enough, but like. I was trying to find ways to still have them identifiable, maskless. Um, I think yeah, I, I think I did okay with that. I mean, there's different things like <laughs> like there's different cues. I mean, Leo has the scar yeah. now. Donnie has the metal shell. There's different things, right? Also, right. So like situationally, Raph. there's almost never yeah. confusion. I th- I think I kept Raph in a mask the whole time on purpose. I think there was one time they maybe wanted me to take Ma- Raph's mask off. And I was like, I'm just going to have Raph mask up all the time. Like sure. he's like post constable. Like it he's works. full yeah. Nin- yeah, full ninja mode. Yeah. And um, so he, I don't think there's a point in my run where he's out of the mask, except for my last issue when he's leaving. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> if you Here's a question. Were you accustomed to drawing yeah. the turtles sans masks? Cause I noticed some artists, styles have it where like the mask is clearly a necessary part of the face for it to even right like i I mean the the cartoon's a great example that like even the early mirage comics like you rarely see them without masks 
And like it mm-hmm. almost like had to redesign the character when the mask came off. Yours seemed right. like it's actually fabric on top of a head. So I mean, like, was it right. easier for you? Do you think, or I don't know, because it's a little more realistic. Uh, I think I don't, I don't think it was much of a challenge because, like, like I said, I'm drawing their eyes anyway. Yeah, that's what um, I mean. And and it's and it's not that I'm not. Uh, yeah, I mean, because of that, because like, I'm. It's not that I'm not a fan of like the white eyes stuff, but like because I'm trying to draw things more. I don't say realistic. But I guess like tangible is a better word. But like that, like I, I, I and I like the turtles being like lo-fi. You know, like they're mm. they're there's all their stuff is like found objects for the most part or homemade weapons. Sure. So that I don't I don't know if they have the technology to make their eyes go in their mask whenever they want. So I, I think it was uh, easier for me because I was used to drawing their eyes and I was got used to drawing each of their faces uniquely enough that I knew who they were without masks. Uh, you know, even with the little identifiers like Leo Scar and um, Raph having a little bit more of an oblong of a head. And, mm. Yeah. Stuff like what that. Was, uh, what was, was Sophie I like to wear? I think it was fine. What was Sophie like to wear? Cool. Real cool. Um, so we didn't know each other. We had, we had some mutual friends, uh, but we had never interacted before. So uh i think i think she dm'd me first or maybe i dm'd her uh just to say hey you know uh i I forget one of us dm'd each other to introduce each other and we were getting talking and stuff and uh just just great like you know we we got along really well i mean we're both artists i've never worked with a writer who's an artist before Mm. uh so it was very natural like we spoke the like, like there's a good shorthand. shorthand there. Yeah. Yeah. Like we just like, oh, like this. Got it. Um, and she was very cool with letting me do my thing. Um, and you know, she would fight for me too on some things. Like oh. uh one of the covers, like I I think I need to like I, I even think initially when I turned in like a cover concept for I think the Michelangelo cover for uh the skateboarding one, there was two different skateboarding angles, and everyone chose like the option that I didn't want. And I was mm. like, ah, man, well, I wanted to draw this because, uh, you know, reason X, Y, Z. And Sophie goes, you know what? You convinced me. Go with your heart, Gavin. And I was like, fuck yeah. So like Sophie went to, went to bat for me for that. Um, and then like whenever there was stuff like I didn't know about, like uh, not necessarily like, like when we introduced the, the night terror creatures, um oh sure they hadn't been drawn before but i wasn't sure if they'd been drawn or not yet and i was like i don't think they have so i was just like deferred to her i was like hey do you have something drawn up for these like if not i can do it and she goes oh no hold on and then like had them for me like almost immediately it was awesome and then i would play around with them a little bit like that was pretty much how it was like she would she would do stuff i would do stuff and she'd say well more like this and i'd say okay super easy very chill to work with and like um yeah would do it again Sophie's great to work with uh what was the first issue you did a cover for turtles uh it was for 134 okay an ri cover so one in 10 i think and it was uh donatello siri uh on it and then there were like terminator ish who's troms in the back so that was um the, the quick version of how I got Turtles. Yeah, please. kind of leads into it. Was like, because I, I was on Star Trek, like I said earlier, and uh, I saw this window open for like 30 seconds that I don't think anybody else noticed where my assistant editor from Star Trek, Vanessa, was on, was helping out with Turtles for like, you know, when, after Bobby Kernow left. Okay. So when Charles Beachton was coming in, uh Vanessa was there kind of like handling the transition like or like or just like helping out just doing what needed to be done so I just messaged her and I said hey are, is there any chance I can get on turtles my trek stuff's coming to an end I think if I had messaged her like a little before or a little later it would have like I would have missed my shot because oh, wow. if I was a little before they'd have been like finish up your star trek and we'll talk and if it was sure. a little later she would have been gone 
but I think I just, it just was just the right time. Cause I said, you know, I think I had like about half an issue left and they were like, yeah, we'll get you in. So, um, I finished up or, well, yeah, she brought me over to turtles as she was going back over to star Trek and then turtles just kept me. Oh, nice. Uh, which was pretty cool. So she hired me for the first two covers I did and they were like about a week apart. So she hired me for the RI cover for 134 and then Armageddon game four. And then about a week after that, and I went crazy when I turned in like roughs for those. Like I was just like, I am very serious about getting turtles. So like usually like when we turn in cover designs, you know, turn in like two or three, I turned in like six for each cover. I was like, I have ideas. Sure, and they were yeah. like, oh shit, he's serious. And um and they were like, and there's some covers, I'm going to dig them up because like, there were a lot of good ones in there too, that like, like, I think would have worked really well. And it was like during the midst of Armageddon game. So it was like all like very Rat King heavy stuff where like, I think I was going to draw a cover with like Raph or Leonardo being like buried, almost like eaten alive by like a swarm of rats and like real creepy stuff. Oh, nice. um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, they did that, and then about a week after that, they, um, after the first week, they tried me out for 134, and I was supposed to design um, those Utron Terminator things. They had asked me to do that, oh, and okay. then I think some, and then Sophie actually saw my initial designs for it. And it was more human-esque because that's what I thought they were going for. I didn't know anything about the story at the time. Sure. And they said, oh, hey, make it more mutant-like because they were going to be on my cover also. So they're like, hey, make it more mutant-like. And I, I think they took my designs, showed it to Sophie, then Sophie made it more skeletons and mutants. And then it's like, okay, I'll just use that. Then like, now that's Sophie's design. Great. Um, and, then, and then the Armageddon game B cover. And then uh, about a week after that, they asked me to try out for Lost Years. Oh, wow. So that was interesting. Um, so, yeah, they it was kind of back when it was still top secret. Um, like I got I was in Dallas for a show. And they were like and they knew um, <clears throat> that I was about to go on my honeymoon, uh, which I'd been married for four years at the time but we just never took our honeymoon. Hmm. And it was like, I, I thought we were planning it right before I got Star Trek. And then I got Star Trek and I was like, baby girl, we got to wait. <laughs> so I finished up Trek and I was like getting ready to leave for it. And then they asked me to try out for it. And they were like, Hey, we know you're leaving for your honeymoon. Can you get this tryout done before you leave? And I was like, yes. And it was, and it was right before San Diego. So I was like, Oh, they need to see if like maybe they're announcing it there. Um, oh, wow. So they sent me layouts of the first like six pages of, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll take a drink here. Send me the layout for the first like six pages of um, uh, the first last run issue. Like the scores is true. And um, it was the scene where uh, Mikey's, going over the wall and landing and swimming up to New York. And um, so I drew, they asked me to draw like a page of that and a cover to try out. And they told me they'd use my cover no matter what. And I was like, great. So I did the cover and it was became the C cover for issue one of Lost Years. Okay. Um, and then I did, they asked me for one page. I did two pages because I was like, I want this job. Uh, and then it just turned into um, the quick version of the story is that they were going to give us both jobs uh, between me and Shannon SL Gallant. Uh, it was just who goes where. And sure. Gallant got lost years. I got the main series, which is just fine by me because they still use my cover for lost years. And I get to say I got a little piece of the last Ronin stuff in there now. That's and awesome. That was great. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. And then like, but it, but it was like kind of the, what got me in the door and I was ecstatic about it. Well, I'm sure we'll be seeing more of it too. Cause it's been yeah. like the, the run you had was awesome. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Thank to see you. More, so really. Yeah. It was uh what a dream. You know, like uh, Sophie just kept giving me cool stuff to draw like over and over again. Was there a character like, 
or anything or like a specific thing <coughs> that you were like this 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 is exciting to draw aside from monty moose of course but is there anything else that's like <laughs> right, right like way exciting uh, leatherhead oh yeah leatherhead sure. was yeah. very like yeah i think uh just to have like a classic tmnt character be one of the that's not the main four be one of the leads in my story it wasn't someone new it was like oh i guess to do a leatherhead story awesome like yeah. you know if i'm not getting shredder then i think or casey jones then i think leatherhead is right up there with them like i wanted to draw oh, yeah. one of those guys leatherhead's a top 10 um, character no doubt yeah. oh for sure and like yeah. so that was awesome um let's see what else getting to draw the second time around store was really cool oh nice uh, sure because i because I, I straight up homage that from uh i think tmnt the, the first appearance of it it had to be like was it two or three um i think two maybe i think was it two yeah but like i actually took the sign like from like i found a jpeg of it and i imposed it on my pencils and I, when i printed those out i re-inked it and like aligned the lettering so it was a little straighter and more centered and stuff and i like i like recreated that sign that was that's cool. awesome um yeah the mugshot cover in general was just like the mugshot covers i mean like that's I'll make sure to include that in the little art thing I do so that people yeah. don't want to talk about. But like, if if they yeah. haven't, I'd be shocked if they hadn't seen it already because it's really caught on. Yeah. And it's been it's, great. So, yeah, it it really did. Like, I can't uh, remember. Did we talk about the cover before we were got on, or uh, I, I think it was now. before we got on. Oh my um, god. Okay, so which is that one forty one? One forty one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that Raphael mugshot cover is fantastic. Yeah. It's really great. Thank you. Yeah. That was that was a fun one, and uh, like that was in Sophie's initial outline. And if we've talked about this already, I'm sure you can edit it. Out later. <laughs> um, but like, I can't remember if it was before we hit record or not. But it's I awesome can't either that. now. But like, but either yeah. way, it's uh, we get some extra B roll for everybody. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was in the Sophie's initial outline, and it was supposed to be like almost like a one off gag where it was going to be a pick that was sent in the group chat to all the turtles, like, LOL, Raph got arrested and everyone's just making fun of him and stuff. And I was just like, this has got to be the cover. Like, it's just a layup. It's right there. Yeah. And uh, I did it and they like made me change a couple of things with it because I initially put Hamato on the nameplate and okay. then Nickelodeon said no Hamato. And then they had me change. They they told me he's around five foot and about um and they didn't give me a specific weight, but I was just like, I'll just make it up. They're like, that's fine. So I did it. I think I put five four and two hundred and forty-five pounds or something like that. And uh oh no, he's he's up at six feet in the on the cover itself. No, it's sixty inches. Oh, you you look at it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. I, no, that's all right. I'm a lot of people do that. So forget no, me. it's all good. <laughs> no, it's 60 inches. So, but like I, I put five four, and they said he's actually when I, we said about five foot, <laughs> he is actually five foot. So they sent me like a master list of everybody's like heights and stuff. Sure. So like, and this is like everybody in the book. So I'm like, oh wow, and it's like this thing that like isn't supposed to be shared i think <laughs> like but like it's just a thing i have in my email to like keep things like okay so raf is shorter than mikey who's only an inch shorter than leo and donnie's the tallest and oh, yeah wow. it's it's very specific which helps drawing too sure it's like you got to make them like only this much shorter than so-and-so and yeah it's funny I wonder why the no Hamato thing. I'm curious. I'm always curious about like what the calls are. I think it's like made it a little bit more iconic. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like Raphael just reads better than Hamato comma yeah, Raphael. You know? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And like, I, I think, I think it was mostly that. But I know Sophie had been referring to them as the Hamato brothers with Hamato clan or something to that effect. 
I don't know. I don't remember. I think we call it Splinter Clan, it. actually. I think Hamato Clan was the well, we, I think in... Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. I, I think we were, we were Splinter Clan during my run, for sure. I think yeah. it was more established that they are definitely Splinter Clan. Um, and then... I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Tom and Kevin did it in them, their run. I think so. I, I feel like they I mean, were maybe maybe, maybe when they separate. I think I think that yeah, it was Hamato clan when Splinter went to the Foot Clan and yeah. they stayed together. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Your uh, cover here has got 1984 Obviously, mm-hmm. I know the eight nineteen four is is oh five oh five the first publishing date. Do we first publishing date of issue one? Okay, I was gonna say like yeah, it's gotta be it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that that was funny when I turned that in. I was like, "Hey guys, I promise not every every cover I do is going to be an homage to Mirage Number One." They're like, <laughs> "It's fine if it is." And yeah, like, and then I accidentally did it again uh, with my Mirage or my Mirage, my last Ronin Two cover. Um, but I think it works out because um, I, I at New York they showed my uh, art for it, and it was supposed to be loosely based on my lost years cover where i had mikey in the foreground and the splinter and the gang in the back as ghosts and it was uh you know it's raining because it's a dark place in michelangelo's life and then um so i wanted to kind of like do a reverse take on that for uh ronin 2 for my cover where it's uh the four new turtles in the front and then the ghost of Michelangelo in the back, but like instead of dark and raining, it's like a new dawn of turtles. So it's a sunrise coming up. Um, and then I, I, you know, the way that the, the new turtles are positioned and the angle of the building, I'm like, oh, it's kind of very Mirage one ish on accident. Mm. Like it wasn't intentional, but it works, I think, in that context, uh, because they're in, they're not in the same poses by any means. They're in their own unique pose. And I think it works all right. So. Each one's holding a different weapon. They've all got the every weapon stuff now, and it's yeah. I gotta stop stop accidentally mar- homaging that Mirage cover. <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, of all yeah, that's not the yeah. worst thing to refer to. You know, I mm. think I've set here, dude. I, I just have one last question for you, which is what I ask everybody. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, who's your favorite turtle? Mikey. Why is that? I'm far. Uh, I think I got little brother syndrome. <laughs> okay. Because I'm I'm the youngest. I well I only have a brother, but uh, I'm the youngest on both sides of my family, my mom and dad's side of my cousins as well. I think uh, I think I'm always trying to tell jokes at inappropriate times and lighten the mood when things are tense. And uh, sure. yeah, I think I think that there's a lot of Mikey in me. Awesome. I, I think that's always been the case. Yeah. You know, I think I'm all set here, dude. Thanks so much for doing this. And uh, a pleasure to meet you. A pleasure to talk to you. So, yeah, thank you so much. We'll do it again sometime. Absolutely. My body, it's my body. Take it where I want to. My time, it's my time. The way the music comes out of my mind. It's true for me to you. I make my own decisions, do what I want to do. No time to sit and wait. We do what we do and what we do can't wait. I tax some wax, slam hard, don't relax. The hype is in my eye. I intend to win, so let the fun begin. Chilling at the top of those suckers kicking in. A chance is a chance, a chance to take. I step, I move, I bend, I don't break. I jump, I dive, I duck, you're stuck. We do what we do, and what we do is too much. Everybody in the posse, everybody in the crew, we get up and then get high. 
You know what time it is when the hammer's on the mic, so move to the hype of the night. The crowd is getting busy and the feeling is right. What's that? Money on you. Pump it up, party. This is 